Welcome to our new um, podcast. Uh, my name is um, Officer Skinner, one of the recruiters for the Chesapeake County Police Department. I'm along with my partner, Elliot Anderson. And we're going to be interviewing our chief today, Colonel Katz, talking about a little bit of things that are going on in the police department and the recruiting aspect of what's going on and how we can get more involved, meaning the community, the police department, and in, in, involved in recruiting. The first thing I want to congratulate you and the department for the 25 years of first time being fully staffed in 25 years. Tell me how that came about, if you don't mind, Colonel. Well, I think it came about because uh, we set it as a as an agency priority. Okay. And uh, in this department, when uh, when everybody works together and uh, we're like minded and mm -hmm. uh, we have a common spirit, we all work towards something and we get it done. Wow. And uh, it's something that uh, really it took a couple of years. Um, but through the hard work of our recruiting team, including you and Elliot and, and so many others, um, and and through really making sure every officer knows that their responsibility is to recruit as well. Exactly, exactly. Uh, reaching out to community organizations, uh, you know, making it known we've hit social media really hard. Mm -hmm. um, all of those things are really important. Good. Good. And Elliot, you've been recruiting now for well over, what, seven, eight years? A few years. But, yeah. <laughs> but for the police department. And you have seen this trend of people leaving, people coming. So were you surprised about the 25 years, of, again, first time being fully staff in 25 years since in 25 years um, actually i wasn't i think that we've had a strategic plan and mm -hmm. like the colonel said um it came down to community partnerships yep um the colonel still has a community partnerships meeting every three months with a diverse group of people from chesterfield county and mm -hmm. who have an interest in chesterfield county and i think that relationship has led us to having applicants who normally may not have sought out police work but mm -hmm. because of that relationship we now are seeing more young people who are first generation enter into the profession awesome. here in Chesterfield awesome. County. And, and, I, and I have seen, I think the department itself is in their recruiting stage now because they're bringing some good applicants to the Chesapeake County Police Department. Uh, but the one thing I always talk about is not only the police department, but it's the community. Now, Karen, how do we get the message out to our community that we are partnershiping with them and getting local, local talent to our police department? Well, I think one of the first things we have to do is we have to stress that there uh, it's one of the Pelian reforms. You know, the police are the community, the yes. community that are the police. There is no distinction. And I think uh, it's important for members of the, both the, the, the larger community and our organization to recognize that, that we are part of the community. Exactly. We police alongside the community. It's not something we do to – we're not an occupying exactly. force. Right. We're a, we are a force of good for – and on behalf of the community that we're all part of. Right? And, and unfortunately, they don't believe that we actually reside. We live in our community. Our kids go to school in our community. Right. So, and, and, and that's a part that you brought to our, our the police department. And the PSA program, right. the, the Police Service Aid mm -hmm. Program, which is an excellent program that I think you, you, you brought it in from Florida when you came to us. Right. Tell us a little bit about that program. Well, that program really is uh, actually – I started my career uh, both as a police cadet and then eventually as a police service aide and then into a, becoming a police officer. So mm -hmm. I personally experienced the career path. Um, and, and essentially what this gives us the opportunity to do is to tap into local talent. Mm -hmm. uh, when, when someone uh, reaches the age of 18 and they've graduated from high school um, and we've already established a relationship with them through our PAL program, through our school resource officer program, uh, through our cadet program, mm -hmm. it'll give us an opportunity to employ local talent 
uh, at age 18 from from 18 to 20, 20 and a half or so, uh, and, uh, and and tap into that talent, giving people an opportunity to serve the community, not in a sworn capacity where they have arrest authority, right? Uh, but in, in a service capacity. Right. And that's really what we're looking for. We're looking for the heart of service. We're looking for people... We want to recruit local talent. Mm-hmm. We want to um, establish relationships with our youth. And we want to make sure that our police department's reflective of the community we serve. And mm-hmm. the best way to do that is to recruit right out of school. Exactly. And we do in our local schools. We have, right. especially at Bird High School, we got a mm-hmm. program there, or the community high school have a program there. To, we go in and actually talk to our students about law enforcement, law enforcement classes of what you can do. And I think if we can get those same age to go there and say, here's what I'm experiencing in law enforcement. Here's what I'm mm-hmm. experiencing in the police department. And it has worked. Now, is that, I saw the vehicles. Right. Do each one of them get a vehicle? As of right now, we have, uh, we have 16 police service aids and we have 16 police service aid vehicles. Awesome. We will not be uh, furnishing take-home vehicles <laughs> for police service okay. aids. Or, um, I was getting excited about yeah, that. Yeah. As the, as the program continues to grow, I anticipate we'll have more vehicles and, and more people. Um, I think we've got another eight on, on deck for next year for police service aids. Okay. Um, and one of the real advantages to the police service aid is that about 98% of everything that we do is service-oriented, not right. enforcement-oriented. Exactly. exactly. And so when you get into a fender bender in a parking lot, when mm-hmm. someone runs over your mailbox, mm-hmm. when your dog goes missing and you need assistance, you know, you don't necessarily need someone with arrest authority to be able to come and provide assistance. Good. And, Good. Uh, and, and these folks, these individuals provide us the opportunity to provide prompt and professional service to members mm-hmm. of our community uh, with a skill set and and a level of authority that's appropriate for those types of calls. And see, I like that right. because that's the way you're getting a little bit of training in right. and they can move right into transition right into being in law enforcement or being with the police department if they choose to do that. And it, and it, and it does so much more for our recruitment. Yes. Uh, because what it does is it this isn't based on an interview. It's not based on a 20-minute sit-down with someone and they give us the best canned answers exactly. and we move on yes. in the process. Yes. This is a work ethic. This is, you know, do you bring hustle to your game? Do you, do you, do you uh, serve the community well? Mm-hmm. Do you demonstrate the level of compassion and the, the type of brand that we want as an organization and a first-choice community? Yes. If we see all of those things, we can tap you on the shoulder and say, we'd like to offer you an appointment to our police academy, right, right. and you can advance your career. Exactly. Off. If awesome. we don't see those types of things, then we can move on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, good for you. I like, I like, and I've, I've been over and watched them at the academy through the training, mm-hmm. and it's pretty good. I, I think it's an excellent program for our police department. Good. And yeah. I, I and going back on some of the other things that we have been doing um, to recruit people is you're bringing in seniors. I call myself a senior now, and retired police officers. Mm-hmm. One of the programs we used to do is when you bring a, a retired police officer back, is for working the front desk, doing warrant services, but now you're using the skilled positions, using them in investigations, in recruiting, and other aspects of the job. And and that's unique to us uh, in the past, being here 31 years. So how did that come about? Did you just say, well, I want to get experienced officers to be part of the police department? Well, part of our responsibility, one of the reasons we exist is to recruit, retain, and develop, to develop top talent staff, okay. right? And so part of that recruitment and retention and development process involves mentoring. Right. So it's essential that we have people who are highly skilled and highly experienced that are put in positions to help grow and develop our younger staff as they're coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a, an excellent department. We've got a very yes. talented group of men and women. 
but as they as they begin to retire through mm-hmm. natural earned retirement, yes. uh, we we have a brain drain. You know, we're going to lose, and and that's happening. I think in agencies throughout the country, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that we leverage that experience to the best of our ability lean into our younger officers and help them grow and develop in ways that they wouldn't otherwise be able to do so they can be as successful as possible. We want to set people up for success. Right. I think one of the things that has helped us is the uh, embracing of social media. Right. Um, A lot of times in law enforcement, where law enforcement agencies have an older demographic of administrators Mm -hmm. who don't always think about the folks who are 18 to 21, our, our main age range. Right. But, you know, in the last two years, we have completely embraced social media. Right. We, we're using Twitter. <laughs> yeah. We're using any avenue, you know, Facebook. Yes. We have some YouTube videos. Um, our recruiting video is a little bit different mm-hmm. as opposed to 10 years ago when they may have been five to seven minutes. On average now, they're two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Get the information in, get the information out. Um, as well as our social media coordinators responsible when people uh, tweet back or, or mm-hmm. put re- put questions out there for the police department. Well, and, the, and, and, and they're seeing, because we're on the social media, they're seeing exactly what we do because we're part of that community. And mm-hmm. I always say that when we go out to recruit, that I, I, recruiting, that not only do you want to be part of our police department because we probably have one of the best police departments in the, in the state, but also be part of the community. Right. So when you're showing that the the officers are participating in the you know the different programs that we have, athletic programs, going into some of the things that are going on in our community, which is part of being successful. But I, I, the question I will ask is, how can we emerge even more in our community as police officers? What do you see, Colonel, um, that we can be part of them, not only in the Sunday's worship services right. or other things that we're going athletic program, but what else can we do to be part of the, 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 the community itself as police officers? Well, I think that that speaks to another uh, part of why we exist as an organization, exactly. which is cultivating problem solving partnerships, you mm-hmm. know, engaging, engaging with our community, mm-hmm. listening to concerns that people have about whatever it may be, quality of life, yep. speeding. We, we get those complaints all the time. You know, how is it that we can be responsive to your needs? Mm-hmm. And when people see their police department as as partners in their community uh, and they bring both challenges and potential solutions, uh, and then we have an an opportunity to facilitate that engagement, that grows a bond. And the more bonds that we build, the stronger the relationship we have with our community. We have an immensely powerful relationship with our community. We do. Um, like nothing I've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's inc- I mean, every day you come into the station and people are bringing food. <laughs> yes. And I mean, it's we have to we had to create our physical fitness program right. because there's so much food around. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. that is true. But, but it, it is 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 awesome to be riding through the community. Um, and someone just start waving at you, you know, and thank yeah. you for what you're doing. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I always tell people when you have that relationship with the community, it makes your job so easy to recruit. And I and we recruit everywhere. I don't right. care if I'm just stepping out with you for a moment or I'm going past you at a store. This is the recruiter of all recruiters. right? Oh, here yeah. Because he will stop on the side. What's your situation is the word that he uses all the time <laughs> right. in recruiting. So, I, again, when you when I see that. I said, that's part of the community. So I would ask you, what can we do better? Well, I think we need to we need to keep our eyes and ears open. I think we okay. need to, you know, when we're out at a restaurant and there's a server at the restaurant Good. and that Good. server has Good. excellent customer service yes. skills, 
ask them if they ever considered a career in public service. Good for you. Good. Right? Yes. Yes. Um, and, and I think, you know, the same thing. You're at AutoZone. You're at Best Buy. You, if somebody <laughs> delivers some furniture to your house. Yes. Man, I, I mean, I when I have high quality customer service interactions with people, mm-hmm. I ask them, have you ever considered a career in public service? Good for you. Always do. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. And I do the same thing. They, they yeah. would come by and do some work around the house and I'll pop in to check on the family. And the first time I asked, I said, you ever thought about being in law enforcement? We need a good person like you. Yeah. Good, good opportunity for you. So yeah, I, I do see that. And that's, that's good to bring up. You know, one of the things I was to bring up when you, you spoke about uh, community engagement, community mm-hmm. partnership, mm-hmm. Um, most of our new employees don't realize we get 24 hours of volunteer leave a year yep. to go back into the community to volunteer in the schools and mm-hmm. reading books mm-hmm. or domestic mm-hmm. violence shelter or LGBT resource center. Um, so we are encouraged to go back as officers to donate that time at county expense to mm-hmm. continue to be engaged in, in the community. Well, that, um, let's take it even further with our police officers that we're hiring now. Uh, some of them are all, all over the country. We go yes. to universities, colleges, mm-hmm. um, military bases all over the country. So now we're starting to send those same. I think this one of the programs you both were involved in is going to that person that graduated from um, New York or or J, um, JMU. J, JMU or some of these schools and asking them to not only do a PSA, but also to go with us to recruit at that school. And I right. think that that is where you really see the fruit of your labor that you, that you actually have an officer and a kid will see that officer and say, listen, how did you get there? Now I'll ask you, Colonel, what do you look for on that last interview on an officer? Heart. Good. That's uh, to me, that's, that's the number one competency you bring. It's, it's, we can train all the skills necessary, Yes. but you have to have a heart for service. You, yeah. You've got to be concerned about others. Mm-hmm. You have to be compassionate. You have to be empathetic. And everything else, we can we can train you. Yeah. 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 And yeah. You, 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 see that. you see that. I agree. You yes. See, yeah. I mean, your heart has got to be in it. It's, it can be a difficult job, sure. but it's extremely rewarding. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know that in this position, you may miss birthdays. Yep. You may miss holidays. Um but what you're getting back personally and for the community, it's worth doing the job. Yes. I mean, and, 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 I, and I like that because it really shows the human side of law enforcement. Mm-hmm. I mean, we always say a lot of times that, oh, he's just a police officer or that person, all they want to do is make an arrest. But it shows that part when you say that heart, that when you can go on a call um, and, and that person is at that door in their worst time of their lives, possibly one of the worst times mm-hmm. of their life. And you come in there and you can either make that person really respect the police department and what we stand for in Chesterfield or like, I don't want that person ever to come by my house again. I think we do that well, right. um, better than a lot of police departments that, that I see in the, in the metropolitan area. But I, I, Colonel, I, I like it because you you all the way in. It seems like you are all the way into what the success of Chesterfield County Police Department is all about. Um, so with that, with, with that, I, I say what our future look like for the police department. What do you want to, the, the future of Chesterfield County Police Department to look like? Well, that's a great question. And, that you know, one of the things that we've been working toward uh, in the last year and that we're pro- progressing toward is really being responsive to the needs of people with special needs in our community. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's not something that uh, historically we've not had a dedicated person for, uh, for example, to, to help our elderly community who are frequently targets of scams and frauds, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, we now have a position available to assist. Wow. Uh, 
Same thing with engaging in human trafficking, uh, internet crimes against children. You know, we look at our special victims, and we've doubled the size of our special victims unit in the last two years okay. because we recognize that there are particular, another reason why we exist. We're, we're hitting on all of them, <laughs> yeah, right? Protection yeah. of the vulnerable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we start looking at um, those who are particularly vulnerable in our community and, and how can we as police officers and police personnel uh, provide services proactively mm-hmm. to protect the vulnerable in our community so that there's a shield and, and cover over them uh, to protect them. Or if they are exploited, you know, how can we be as responsive as possible to them? Good. Good. Yeah, I'd like to just see us continue to uh, do what we're doing. I think we're on yeah. a good path. We've built great relationships, enhanced those relationships, look for other community partners that we may not have engaged as mm-hmm. much as we possibly could by doing our struggle to get to maximum capacity and keep making it happen. Yeah, I, um, I, I think we are, we are a well-rounded organization. Mm-hmm. And, and I like that. And I can say that because it, it, it makes me feel good that to be part of a, a unit that we don't mind going and doing our job. And not only right. the, the law enforcement part of it, but the human part of it, the humanity part of it. So I, I, I thank you for coming Thanks. to give us a little bit of your time. Ellie, you have anything else you want to no, share? It, well, I think, you know, here in Chesterfield, we also have a good work-life balance. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, our schedules for patrol officers, detectives are good that they can work and do a great job and still have quality time with their families yeah yeah we, we, we're going to be recruiting for a while um oh, because sure. i think that turnover is going to happen we're going to get some older seasoned people like myself um leaving but uh again we need to keep continue to bring in good people to this county and be a part of the chesterfield county um community so i think Kerner, i thank you i appreciate you taking the, the time out of your busy schedule thank you and Darryl. coming thank by you, and having a conversation with the recruiters and um yeah. preferably we can do a part two later with some love other to. questions that I have or that we would have for you. Sure, I'd love to. With that, thank you.